Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Astro Den here doing the first podcast ween. <laughs> the first Vado video every day, October. And um, if you don't know, now you know <laughs> that we are doing a podcast episode every single day of October. How esoteric of me. How eighth house of me. How divination-y of me. <laughs> How Scorpio Libra vibes of me. Well, like, Libra's more of the cute Halloween costumes, while Scorpio's more of the creepy one. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, this is um what I wanted to do to kick off October, which is really deeply connected to the 8th house and divination, astrology, death, transformation, tarot, and all that fun stuff, right? So let's get started. Um, people that I say, if you don't know, now you know. Our first person that we're going to be talking about um, is Biggie. Now you're going to be like, what well, about Biggie we're talking about? You know, we're going to be actually talking about conspiracy theory deaths, yo. <laughs> and so that's what the every episode is going to be about. And so we're going to start off with Biggie. Um, and yeah, like that's how we're going to do this. Um, Biggie was ugh, my heart. I love that dude so much. I was lucky enough to um, be born with um, siblings who are a lot older than me, a lot older than me, and it actually wasn't um, as great as you think it would be, (laughs) so I felt alone often, you know, uh, because the youngest after me is five years older than me, so picture the gap, right, but the cool thing about it, one of the few cool things about it is that they have all this bomb music that I would sneak and listen to, and one of those um, artists that I would listen to is Biggie. Um, and I know, like, he passed away when I was really young. I was, um, I know, passed away in 97. So I was nine, I believe. And I remember when he passed away and I cried. I was so upset because he was my favorite rapper. And I really rooted for him. He repped the East Coast. I'm an East Coaster. And um, I did listen to, <laughs> it did also show you, like, a, a, a Capricorn um, son child listening to like grown-ass 90s hip-hop and r&b like that's the type of kid like everyone was liking like spice girls and britney spears and backstreet boys i was listening to like biggie freaking lost boys nas tupac that goes to show you what type of kid i was capricorn children are very mature but biggie was one of my favorite rappers um my favorite rapper for the longest um but when you get older, the sucky thing is you realize that, you know, um, there's artists out here who's continuously making music. And unfortunately, and, um, you know, actually, fortunately for these artists, they're becoming better, stronger, greater lyricists, uh, being good at composing music. And he didn't even get the chance to. Really heartbreaking how he died. Very, very heartbreaking. Um amazing lyricist insane writer definite game changer uh, and just awesome overall usually people didn't have anything too bad to say about them like Tupac did but you know don't get me started with that because that whole beef was silly to me even though I love them both you know that beef was silly but um uh, love me some Biggie he was my favorite rapper for the longest and um definitely on my top five dead or alive still okay 
amazing, amazing, amazing rapper that I still listen to to this day, okay? So I wanted to pay homage. And that's what I'm going to be doing in the beginning. I'm going to be paying homage to these people because, yes, we're looking at their charts and looking at their death, but, you know, these people have passed. And the thing is, it's like I know people are really sensitive about death, and I am too. Like, I'm very touchy and sensitive about death. But one thing that is needed to um, learn, guys, is that that we need to learn is that, you know, death is a part of the process. That's one thing that is guaranteed that we are, uh, we are, we die. Okay. And so we, we're not even guaranteed birth because <laughs> some be, some babies, sadly, are uh, stillborns. <laughs> we're literally the only thing we are guaranteed is death. Okay. Um, so the thing is, it's like, you know, we need to be uh, more encouraging and loving to it um, and more accepting of it. And maybe if we kind of let our guard down, we can know a little bit more about what happens life after death. Another big reference. Uh, <laughs> um, amazing album. But one of the, I would say comfortably the best double disc album. I'm saying it right now. My mind changes a lot. I'm a 12th house, um, 12th houser. But right now I can comfortably say best double disc album. Holla at your girl. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Um, you know, I, that's what, that's actually one of the things that I really want to focus on this lifetime is really getting more comfortable with death. I've experienced death so young and my whole idea of it is totally warped. I want to get a little bit more understanding and accepting of it. But as you all know, any death with someone so young and someone, um, so talented and well-loved, but Regardless of that, someone who was just yanked out of our lives, like those deaths are the worst, you know, like murders and accidents and suicides when people just yanked out of their, out of the 3D world. That's the hardest to go through, the hardest to deal with. And so, yes, we should be a little bit more open to death, but I am totally understanding that this stuff is hard to talk about, especially in cases like how Biggie passed, God bless his soul. So, with all that being said, I'm going to talk about how I'm going to go through this episode and most of the episodes. So, like I said before, I'm going to be, you know, talking generally about the artist, um, the person, the celebrity, um, or whoever the person is. Because it could be any weird death that we think is strange and we want to talk about. Um, But I'm definitely going to be um, talking about the life of the person, who they were, um, what accomplishments they made. Right, one of the comps Biggie made was that he went diamond. You know, one of the first rappers to go diamond. He's one of the first five, I believe, to go diamond, which is amazing. It's ten thousand, ten million records sold, and with him, he actually sold pure records. Like a lot of people say, they go diamond, um, and they don't. He actually sold ten million copies of his album. It's not no weird fledged numbers amazing right um born um born in brooklyn um he was an he was a Amer- jamaican american heritage so he was born in america but his mother is jamaican didn't know his father um born in bedstuy brooklyn um always into music um started rapping randomly in the streets um trying to stay out of trouble and stuff and of course you know as most people from the inner city sometimes it's hard to stay out of trouble um but he tried his best and he used music to get him out of it um signed with um bad boy with diddy 
um, you know, he was the person that made Diddy who he is today. And that's why Diddy always shows him love and respect. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away March 9th, 1997 in um, L.A. And yeah, um very sad time for sure but anyways let me i'm all over the place let me center myself pluto went direct okay (laughs) of course pluto will go direct october 1st right um or make sure it was direct on october 1st but anywho um what i'm gonna do is talk about the person which i just did um i'm going to go through their birth chart and see what i can find um you know when it stuff related to death in their birth chart and then i'm gonna go to the chart of um their death um when they passed you know what i mean um then um you know i'll probably have some final words there okay so these um podcasts are not going to be as long as um the podcasts usually are probably uh depends on like the person's chart and what information we can get um but you know um, I'm going to try to really expand this a little bit because, um, you know, the thing is, is that I, there's some, you know, I could always look at like astro theme, right? And look at the chart, but there's like certain aspects I want to really want, really want to go deeper in. Um, so yeah, that's how I'm going to do this. Okay. All right. Let me, let me get started. <laughs> What's up, y'all? All right, so now I'm heading over to I'm looking at Biggie's birth chart. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm gonna pay attention to specifically. Um, I'm gonna pay attention to where Pluto was at um, and the aspects that Pluto was making. I'm going to pay attention to Saturn and the aspects Saturn's making, um, as well as Mars and the aspects that they're making. Um, Saturn literally represents like the, the the planet of death. That's like the old nickname of it. It it doesn't mean that if it transits a certain house, you're gonna die. Definitely, there's way more to astrology than that, and fate is real. Um, um, and also, um, I got that other quote that I used to say: um, "Free will is will, real." So I feel like you can kind of. Um, you're in too much of how yourself can be like, I don't want to die yet. Let me just chill. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, you know, so, you know, don't think, like, look at the aspects I'm looking at prematurely freaking out that I'm going to die. I'm going to die because there's just so much more to it. Um, you know, a lot of these aspects that I'm mentioning happen, like, every year. <laughs> every other year. It doesn't mean that you're going to die. But if you look at someone's death chart, you can kind of put the pieces all together. You get what I'm saying? Um, and it can really explain things. And then, like, also different aspects have different meanings. You know, Pluto doesn't just mean physical death. It means um, transformation in other ways, too. Um, an emotional death, a spiritual death you know there's a lot to it okay so i'm also going to be looking at the signs that um connect with those planets so scorpio aries and capricorn see if i see anything special there um and then next segment i'm going to be looking at the time um of his shooting and the time of his death or when he was pronounced dead okay so let's take a look here um 
first thing I'm looking at is Pluto. Pluto is in 29, his Pluto is in 29 degrees Virgo, okay? Now, I know you're wondering, like, okay, why are you going to be looking at Pluto? Um, Pluto is very generational, you know, why would you look at that? Um, yes, Pluto is very generational, that's very true, but, um, you know, even a smaller fragment of people born in 29 degrees Virgo, you know what I mean? Like, there's even a smaller group of people, and it's going to resonate with them in different ways. Um, I want to look at certain aspects that position is making to other planets to see if I can see any connections there. And again, like I said before, like, different aspects means different things, okay? So, I definitely wanted to include that um, that part there. Um, but anyways, um, with his... Um, Pluto in a critical degree, um, which is 29th degree. Uh, 29th degree is so interesting because the energy is so potent. Um, you have like learned through all the lessons of Virgo through each lesson from each degree, and it's all accumulated in the 29th degree. Plus, right, you have some of the energy of the side afterwards trying to seep in, and so that's why this energy is so conflicting. Um, and people, these people are very kind of high, strung, and anxious about the energy of whatever planet that um, is in 29 degrees. All right, and so um, you know, I don't know if you guys are really into Biggie or re- remember this, but Biggie was always talking about death, always saying he was scared of death, talked about murder, suicide. Just had a pretty much an obsession of it, um, and then he actually. Um, you know, came, like, end up coming out and saying that, like, you know, I'm afraid for my life. Like, I think I'm going to get killed. Someone's out to get me, right? He always had that feeling. For him to have that at the 29th degree shows the anxiousness. But for Pluto, you know, remember the sign of death and transformation, or the, excuse me, the planet of death and transformation to be retrograde, meaning that he probably felt this energy on an everyday basis, but never ex- um, you know, externally talked about it until he started to really do rap um, and or really like kind of uh, mass produce his his rap music. Um, the reason for that is because, you know, a lot of artists, you know, what they do with their music is they um, talk about a lot of the stuff um, they've been feeling deep down inside in a creative way. And so um, that's definitely something there. But another thing, too, with that is that you know, it kind of describes his his portion of Generation X. His portion of Generation X, uh, even a little bit of um, the Pluto Libra portion of Generation X, dealt with death on an everyday routine basis, which is definitely represented by Virgo. I have brothers and family members who were born around that time who don't have a lot of their their um, childhood friends anymore. They all passed. They all died. They got murdered. They had accidents. There's a lot of death in the Generation X era. And when you think about it, you know, born in the late 60s, early 70s, there was a lot of death within that energy with of the time they were born. When you think about it, all the assassinations of these political figures, these civil rights figures, um, all of the, the, the deaths from the Vietnam War, um, all the deaths of the, the protesters and the marchers, and it's just was a very, very heavy time to be alive. Um, and I really feel like it manifested through the children. 
um, and you know a lot of people say Generation X is so crazy blah 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 like they were born in a um, tough time and I feel like a lot of people give Generation X a lot of flack they they really can't help the extra uh, hyper masculinity and hyper um, um, anger because they were literally born of a time where it was people were angry, people wanted their rights, people were upset. You get what I'm saying? And so I really feel like it manifested in him in that way for sure. Now, if we look, um, unfortunately, we don't have his birth time, so I can't talk about houses here. But I will talk about houses when it comes to the ta- um, the date of his death, okay? Um, if you look over at um, Dark Moon Lilith, right? His Dark Moon Lilith is kind of conjunct Pluto. Now, it's funny because a lot of times when I look at Dark Moon Lilith, I'm like, okay, I should see it as an asteroid. It's technically not an asteroid, though. It's like a cloudy, spherical thing. So I'm going to right now treat this as um, as a regular planet and give it a seven, de- seven degree orb, right? Um, Dark Moon Lilith is, is in Virgo, right? Um, and so that kind of shows that how, for masculine energy like him, how um excuse me for that sound um how does um how would a woman seek revenge onto him um so they'll definitely do it messing up his everyday life um his everyday routine right and so how more can you fuck up someone's routine by killing them (laughs) you know what i mean um but definitely with dark moon lilith conjuncting the moon emotions were involved someone was upset look at the other side of pluto Pluto is also conjunct uh, Juno, which is represented by the as uh, represented as a life partner. Um, I'm th- I'm kind of feeling, um, you know, with Juno being retrograde, that definitely some uh, there might be a woman who wanted to be his life partner, who wanted to control his life and couldn't, who wanted to kind of pl- play play him as a puppet and couldn't. Because, you know, this guy was smart. He's a Gemini sun, Virgo moon, right? He really can't get past some details on point. It was in his lyrics, right? Tried to have control over him and couldn't. Was angry, over-emotional. Seeked revenge onto him by killing him. All those, all that energy within, near his Pluto like that is something to be considering. Um, you know, I well, the moon's at 19 degrees, Virgo. Um... And, you know, I feel like they were mad that they couldn't be a part of his everyday life, their, his routine life. Uh, they wanted to be that top girl. They probably wanted to be the Faith Evans. You know what I mean? And they couldn't. Um, Juno, retrograde again, shows control. Um, and it's in Libra, control the relationship. So, you know, he wasn't allowing it. It pissed them off. Uh, and they felt like they had to seek revenge. This person... Um, it's funny because there's actually oh, there's a rumor in the esoteric world that there was a woman who actually killed him. Um, huge, huge rumor. It's been talked about a lot. Um, a lot of um, psychics and mediums feel the same way. Um, just type it in on YouTube. I swear it's there. It's crazy. Um, and so, you know, it's sad that people feel like, feel like they really can have control over someone's life like that. Um, but that's how it is. Um, another thing too, um, Requiem um, is an asteroid and is named for the funeral mass for the dead. That's conjuncting his moon. I feel like that's saying that it's going, he's going to be involved in a passionate killing, a passionate um, love. And if someone just gets so angry, um, 
they, that they could be a part of their everyday life, including Virgo, that they uh, it works their emotions up. And then you move over to Dark Moon, Lilith, Revenge, move over to Pluto, Death. Right? Um, you know, this person could, could have been a soulmate for him. Uh, Pluto represents intimacy, emotional bonding, and I kind of connect this with like deep um, karmic relationships, spiritual connections, and to- um, twin flames. I really feel like there might be something there. Um, you know, Pluto also, his Pluto is retrograde. I already mentioned that. Um, but it, his retrograde Pluto is um, sextile Neptune retrograde, right? So he definitely had a spiritual aspect to him. And he, he let it be known a bit, right? He'll say, like, some dark stuff. But, you know, he, in his, in his interviews, he really did show his appreciation to spirituality and God. But for his... Um, for that to be, for his Pluto to be um, sextile, um, you know, Neptune, I feel like it shows that his death has a spiritual meaning to it, a spiritual connection to it. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if this was just a faded event, um, something that was supposed to happen, something that was supposed to be a lesson, um, maybe not at this specific time. Uh, because, you know, um, it is a minor asteroid, but I felt like he was going to be involved somewhat, even if he lived through it, through a passionate death, through violence, or a passionate violence somehow, okay? Um, what else can I see here, y'all? Um, this Pluto's also sextile south node, so maybe um, the transformation, his spiritual transformation or his death is connected to a karmic relationship a karmic past um something connected to um him not nurturing appropriate a person or um nurturing the wrong person or maybe he um, in the past life he was nurturing the per his killer right um and you know in this life they have this um memory and he's not giving her that he's not giving her the same love they did in the past life and it makes her mad she feels she's entitled to it you get what I'm saying um I keep saying her and the reason why I keep saying her is because um that connection with Juno and Pluto I don't know y'all and then also hearing other esoteric people saying that it was a jealous woman that might have killed him not killed him directly but set him up it's really interesting um yeah for Pluto to be so close to Libra Juno being in Libra a partnership maybe she literally made a deal made a deal with the devil made a deal with someone to make that shit happen um so sad man um what's another thing i see y'all um pluto is squaring juno i mean not juno venus as well connected to love um his transformation all the transformations he had um physical emotional whatever it was connected to some type of love or his desires um even if you think about it he desired uh, a better living opportunity through his creativity and he transformed his life through that right but it could be love desires too okay um yeah that's what i'm seeing so far y'all um yeah, it's just a a real sad situation. Pluto is trying his um, son, you know. So 
he's definitely has a he he would I would I wouldn't be surprised if he had a um transformative transformative thoughts or transformative um ways with health because your son represents your vitality um so I wouldn't be surprised if he could have almost made it um and then something went off you know what I mean um I wouldn't be surprised as well as that Oh, uh, actually, he did. He all not almost died, died, but he had a lot of incidences where he made it out alive um, from a situation. You know what I mean? Like he was around something, could have gotten killed and didn't. Um, that recording session, the time where um, he was on, um, I believe, one of the bridges. I forgot George Washington Bridge and got shot at and didn't die. Uh, maybe this was his last opportunity or that was the last opportunity of him making it out you know um yeah man crazy shit right there so that's pluto um so go for rest saturn saturn's not really saying much to me it's in gemini um but it is a conjunct sun um saturn again a lot of people call it the planet of death i don't know if that's an older saying or older thing um but for Saturn to be so close to his son, you know, this restriction to his vitality. Uh, but the crazy thing about it, though, is that, you know, he had for his Saturn to be in Gemini, he was restricted in communication. I feel like he was such a great communicator, was able to literally make a business out of communicating. Uh, so it's interesting how it still was some restriction there. Um, I won't be able to see where his life, he felt this restriction because uh, we don't have his house placements. Um, but for Saturn to be conjunct in sun, you know, him being restricted uh, in this communication, um, in his community, which he broke out of that too. He took authority out of these things. I kind of don't get how he died, but... Um, or this, this connection of his death with this but there has to be one um for saturn and sun to be so close maybe he didn't communicate the right things or the things that not the right things but the things that god wanted him to communicate um the thing is it's like you know a lot of people didn't like how he rapped because he rapped really like you know he rapped some dark stuff about murder and um you know sex and you know sometimes demeaning sometimes not to to um, men and women honestly um but the thing is I like totally think that I'm a big hip-hop person I feel like people should have the right to say what they want of course there's limits to everything but the thing is though is that you know it's important hip-hop is so important and was so um, well liked and still around um, not like other genres right um, because it, it spoke the truth of how of, of different experiences that people went through um, and experiences of just what they people saw and it's just spoke of something that was different to other people who were like oh really that type of shit happens you know what I mean it spoke truth like it spoke of um, actual things that happen actual experiences um and it just even it could be someone's wildest imagination like it might have not have happened to them directly but it just um spoke of different different things that were not spoken about the taboo 
and, I, and I'm you know what I mean I'm not even an eighth house but I'm like you know put that shit out there you know what I mean like really express all that shit no it doesn't have to have a positive spin to it because sometimes shit happens and you can't see the positive spin you don't want to even think about the positive spin because you can't see it at the moment so no just put that shit out there you know what I mean like it's a part of life like the dark and the light is a part of life you know what I mean anyway um you know it maybe it was something with his um some restriction with his communication uh maybe he is sad that he didn't get a chance to really express it like he wanted but um you know it fucked with his vitality somehow um saturn being so close to the sun so i kind of see that there um you know another thing that i see too is his son is um that sun's well sun and saturn actually his opposite uh, destiny um no not really destiny his sun but i'll say his saturn is opposite destiny um it's an asteroid um destiny is um interesting part destiny is um or it's actually destined but we we use it for destiny but destiny is in sagittarius um sagittarius is all about um mutable fire um fire just coming out of nowhere all over the place reminds me of bullets right so i can definitely see that um there with it being retrograde too um, again he felt like he was gonna get killed he felt like he was gonna get shot um just talking about it's just so sad uh because i just remember him like talk i remember some interviews that he was on he was talking about how he was scared that he was gonna die and he felt it it's so interesting how people just feel that so strong um it really is heartbreaking, honestly. Um, it really is. Um, yeah. So let's look over at Mars now, because um, I don't see anything we're saying with um, Saturn right now. Um, his Mars is conjunct Venus. I'm not saying any everybody with Mars conjunct Venus is going to experience this again. I want to just stress that one more time. Um, But violence from feminine energy. (laughs) You know, Mars represents literally aggression and violence and war. Um, Venus is the ultimate feminine, right? Um, I can see that there. And with it both being in Cancer, they wasn't feeling nurtured enough. They wasn't getting that love that they wanted. So they did what they did, you know. Um, and then now that the more I'm looking at his birth chart, the more I'm believing that the mediums that were mentioned in that, and it was more than one medium that said it. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. It was more than one medium that said it. Uh, Chiron and Aries too. You know, Aries or the first house in general, but, you know, this whole, um, with Chiron being there, some trauma, um, having to experience, um, you know, trauma from the physical body or through motivation and and drive, you know what I mean? Um, And I made these, there might be a connection, but Chiron's more of the wounded healer, um, more representative of childhood trauma. Um, you know, he, I, I mean, he could be a wounded healer in a sense of people seeing 
like okay he made it out I can make it out too you know what I mean and he did write some songs saying that trying to promote people to try to bring his boys together um and to to do the same thing so I can see him healing in that way but with Chiron and Aries though like you know is wounded healer right maybe his body was wounded and now he heals in spirit I can see something like that possibly um happening um, interesting thing too is um, the Venus Mars conjunction is opposite Jupiter. Jupiter represents the husband. When I'm like, everyone's like, what the husband? Yeah, <laughs> and um, he is a straight man. I feel like he's of masculine energy. Um, but you know the husband could he the husband could be um a wife too i could see it as that usually i see more venus as the wife but maybe uh because they're so opposite of each other right maybe the person um or the quote-unquote woman that was involved in this death was uh wanted to be like the husband you can't you know and a lot of people say i'm not sure like i'm not into you know the whole like dynamics of you know different couples but a lot of people say there's usually the masculine feminine energy coming together to build a relationship coming as one he's masculine if the woman has a masculine energy it's not going to work out thus this whole terrible situation that we're talking about now okay um i'm just looking through seeing if i see anything else his north nodes in Capricorn too um, you know the transformation I can see that his transformation that he did since Pluto um, is trying north node his north node that I think he fulfilled what he was supposed to fulfill generally he generally fulfilled what he was supposed to fulfill which is nice it's good to hear and then he has nothing in Scorpio <laughs> literally nothing in Scorpio so you know some free reign there but his Pluto aspects are wild you know wild alright so this is my live looking through Biggie's birth chart trying to see if I can speak something on his death um, you know the cool thing about astrology I know people would say like um, I didn't know Venus Mars meant you know aggression to a feminine energy it doesn't always mean that way it goes to show you that um astrology is not so cookie cutter that what, what people make it out to be um you can literally turn the lens a little bit and use a different perspective in all the different ways um through astrology you know what i mean so i can turn my lens see a different perspective um, about his death turn to Lynn see a different perspective about his career turn to Lynn see a different perspective about his life path you know what I mean just because you have the moon in Virgo at 19 degrees it don't just mean one thing okay there's multiple there's layers there's so many layers to astrology that it, it just goes super duper deep okay um so please know that another thing to note too he has a lot of mutable energy um very flexible sometimes 
when you're a little bit too flexible and immutable energy that you're in um you know it could um cause you to like be on earth now you're out of earth and you're like what and you die fast um i can see that happening here uh, he has the asteroid rip in pisces i feel like you know even though he was pronounced that at 115 there could have been a chance where he was just out or he tried to stay along for a bit but then out you know what i mean um again with that pluto um not Pluto. What was the aspect I saw? It was something trying something. I forgot I read that I just mentioned. That say he had oh Pluto trying um north no he had a lot of no it wasn't that it was something else but he had a lot of chances at um living and he kept getting in situations where he almost died but when he was really stuck um and like he just you know was really shot up and there was nothing to really do about it. I felt like he just left that quick. I wouldn't be surprised if he died quick. Um, a lot of times, too, our body's still pumping and our spirit's out. And we're watching ourselves die. I have a lot of people said they experienced that. Um, and then they would come back. Um, so maybe he just saw it and bounced, you know. Um, mutable energy's tricky like that. But, you know, that's the funny thing about modalities is that all of the, no one's wrong, but you know there's a right and wrong to everything not right and wrong excuse me um a good and bad to everything and so it's great that mutable energy can move really fast uh, but sometimes it moves so fast that they have to go with a decision that was already being made such as death you know so you know now they have to can they can't go back to life in the life that they were living now they have to go and deal with the spiritual world in their own way you know what i'm saying so yeah, that's what I got for now. All right. Um, let's look at the um, chart of his death and go from there. Right. All right, y'all. So. Now let's look at the um, chart of Biggie's death. We have houses here that we can focus on because we have the time. He was shot um, at 12.04 um, a.m. March 9th, 1997 on a Sunday in Los Angeles. And then he was pronounced dead at 1.15, okay? There wasn't many changes um, through that um, time because it's still Sag. Um, rising but um, it did show that some of these um, asteroids were in some of these planets switched houses so that might be something to mention okay so um, let's get to it now um, Sagittarius rising y'all again when I think of Sagittarius rising and a death or shooting like you think about it too a lot of like shootings happen in the middle of the night like around 12 1 2 um and not all sag rising people are born around that time but you know you can kind of think that uh, like for the most part they are depending on the time of day or the time of year um so that's something to mention but yeah mutable fire you know fire coming from one angle to the next all over the place it was a shootout 
definitely he was shot it was a shootout bam right um the thing is they don't know they played themselves you know pars of fortune is conjunct his ascendant right so this shows that um you know he was actually more on the spiritual side of thinking i remember actually seeing biggie being like that too not myself but through like the um, interviews that i watched uh with him definitely more on the spiritual side of things and um you know he is going to he's either currently getting his revenge or um had his revenge um from this person so these people played themselves i wouldn't be surprised if they're suffering greatly now or they're dead um the thing is too is um if you look at pars of fortune it is conjunct pluto and pluto is retrograde again right um but it shows that his death in him fully accepting um his death at the moment and going when he went uh, brought him luck so he's probably in paradise right now he's good which gives me a lot of love but the thing that makes me a little concerned is that RIP is at the 29th degree of Scorpio I have a feeling that at first even though he was at paradise he was this is probably might have been a destined thing he didn't like it he's had more life to live um, he has all these lessons of death of Scorpio of transformation all coming and impacting him in this one degree 29 degrees plus some of Sag's energy coming through uh, for R.I.P. to be there and in the 12th house too I feel like he wasn't completely okay with him dying at first uh, but he was able to get acceptance of it uh, and once he did it just ignited something amazing in him I don't think he's ever coming back to earth i think he definitely fulfilled his purpose and what a magnificent life to to live you know what i mean um he lived more than most people he's only 24 years old lived than most people did at 60 so interesting another point that's quite interesting as well is that osiris is retrograde um, not retrograde, excuse me, is conjunct his ascendant. Ascendant's literally your physical body, your appearance, right? And Osiris is the Egyptian god of the dead. <laughs> um, crazy, right? Um, yeah, that's this was his timing. Um, but the thing is, that's crazy too, is that, like, I can't, you know, since he is of black ancestry, uh, you know, uh, and a lot of New Yorkers um, and East Coasters like Boston, Boston, Bostonians too, um, just East Coasters like Jersey, whatever, Philly, uh, were definitely into at that time, um, you know, African traditional religion and kind of being a little bit more open minded to that. Like if you live in a city, you, you've, you've been more open minded to that African traditional traditional religion and adding that aspect into like Christianity or Muslim or Islam or whatever right um, he might have been doing the same um, and his ancestors came and picked him up you know wouldn't be surprised at that so that again this is really really it, it seems like he died fast a lot of fire coming at him died fast um, and even though he was pronounced dead at 115 um, definitely 
something else you know this was uh this this i feel like he was out of his body by that time his, his body was just pumping per use trying to survive but i think he was gone before then okay um i know this has really not not much to do with his um death but his second house is loaded in his death um could be this could have been about money um his possessions um not feeling and again with this this whole woman theme right um this woman being jealous and setting him up you know maybe they want if she wanted to live that lavish life uh, she wanted to be the faith evans and the wife and she couldn't um definitely could see that um you know just to make sure i put this out there too no, I don't think it's Little Kim. I do agree with certain mediums, though, about who it could be. I'm not going to put their name out there. Um, if you're into hip-hop and you listen to those mediums' videos, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about, okay? Exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Anywho, um, let's... But I just still, I definitely don't think it's Little Kim. She loved that man way too much. Took it way too hard. No. Um, if you kind of look at his fourth house, I mean his third house is loaded too. Actually, let me let's look at that. Um, loaded third house. So it kind of remember how I was, I was saying that he had restrictions restrictions with communication um, because his sudden Saturn was conjunct. Um, you know, his third house, which represents, represents communications too, um, you know, for it to be loaded like that, maybe this does show that, like, he didn't fully fulfill um, his Saturn duty. And he didn't give you a chance to. He was only 24. He didn't even go to his Saturn return. God bless him. You know what I mean? But if we look at here, right, let's look a little bit deeper at the third house. The third house has um, some more positive um, aspects here. Um, I mean, honestly, all of them are neutral, but the sun is usually good to see. Mercury is usually good to see. Venus is, but having um, the moon here, you know, the moon is not bad, but it kind of phases in and out. Um, and for it to be in a water sign too, um, a new moon to be at that, uh, wow. That goes to show you that new beginning, right? Yeah, this is faded, y'all. Whoa, this is faded. Oof, it gave me chills. With um, South Node conjuncting all of them, too. And Pisces. Oh, my God, this is faded. I have chills. <laughs> wow. 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 Sorry, this is really wow. <laughs> yeah, this is he was supposed to. Yeah. Wow, God bless him. That's crazy. Anyways, it showed that maybe he didn't fulfill all his Saturn duties. And I wouldn't be surprised if he had to kind of put some things together um, after he died and then get to his paradise. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, this is connected to his past life. This is something that he had to fulfill and had to go through um, to have his yin and his yang conjuncting his south node. His, what he feels, his emotions, how he feels deep inside, and his identity, how he reacts to things, his self-expression. 
he was real and what he was so spiritual at the time to like not super duper you know but like he was talking about god and and, and, and that stuff a lot that is crazy interesting y'all wow kind of shows too if mercury conjunct the sun mercury conjunct the moon too but um wow in, insane but what i was trying to say before i got like shocked to death right is that uh you know it kind of has these higher like auspicious kind of um, planets in the third house but also the not so auspicious planets the moon's not like bad or the south node's not bad but it definitely um is things you need to work on for sure um your south node is what you used you're used to doing your north node is what you need to be doing you know what i mean um another thing i peeped too is that um oops sorry that um anthropos i might be pronouncing this just totally wrong but anthropos is uh, um, represents death as an asteroid it's conjunct his venus again y'all i'm thinking the story of this woman trying to fuck with him um i'm thinking that's right that some woman tried to set him up and i really feel like it was um a, je- a jealous woman it was a jealous woman who wanted to be the wife which venus represents um and it goes to show you too remember how i said that i really don't think it was faith i think it was someone who wanted to be the wife look at where juno is oh you can't you guys can't see it's a podcast but juno is in taurus in the fifth house fifth house is casual dating right the, the casual sex it was someone that he was messing with, but Juno's here, so you know she wanted to be the wife. She wanted to be wifey, and he wasn't allowing it. Taurus represents, like you know, is Venusian represents luxury, the finer things in life. She wanted that. She set him up. Wow, she set him up. Like it's so crazy. I remember when I was first listening to the mediums talk about this. I was like, wow, that story's wild. I mean, I can see it happening but really could that happen did that really go down that way and it looks like it did y'all you know saturn in the fourth shows that he has some restriction in the home you know at this time he was separated with faith still married he was separated with faith um has some restrictions on you know uh you know how he looked to his community because that whole scenario with faith messing around with tupac she said it never happened she just took a picture with him trying to make biggie a little jealous and it just turned awful and he didn't like how his appearance came out in this situation now i think he was over it by now but you know people you know that just happened literally probably a year prior to his death um so it was still something that people think about people talk about you know and the thing is, for his south node to also be conjunct his um, IC, he was very, he may have not un- completely understood, but he he was so aware of what was going on. Um, he might he might have let go his of his fears by that very last week of his death, um, of his life, I mean. Um I felt like he was getting that this was some, somehow karmic or from his past, like what he was going through now. I think he somehow got it. 
and for his IC too, for his north node to be in Pisces and his IC to be in Aries and then conjuncting body and spirit, you know, I could see maybe the separation of both being fully comfortable within your body and spirit. Interesting. Um, oh, y'all, I think that girl did it. It's wild. <laughs> My mind is blown. Um, his eighth house of his um, de- chart, of his death chart, um, literally has death all up on that shit. Okay. Um, Anubis is in the eighth house and it's conjunct destined. So, literally, it was destined for him to experience this transformation at this time. Um, so that's definitely, um, you know, something that he was, his soul was aware of, right? Um, and I forgot, Anubis is an Egyptian god too, I think, is death related. I believe so. Um, but Vertex is in his eighth house too. Um, and I know some people have Vertex in the eighth. Doesn't mean they're going to die or nothing, but for it to be during his death chart, zero degrees, this is Leo you know it shows that it was like the death of his vitality leo's connected to the sun you get what i'm saying um sun is your vitality sun is your creativity the death of his creates creative work the death of his life his vitality is self-expression on the earthly realm wow man wild as fuck y'all and um just to peep this too um, because his IC is 10 degrees Aries, his M, um, MC is, I mean, excuse me, zero degrees Aries, his MC is zero degrees Libra. Um, now, that we peep, you peep the Libra with the partnership, right? Uh, relationships. Mars is conjunct this, North Node is conjunct this. Um, Mars is in 29 degrees Virgo, where his Pluto was at natally, violent death retrograde as well secret no one's gonna really know honestly it will it might not even be ever found out how he died crazy but it was north node it was supposed to happen it was a part of his path right and it was known all over the world conjunct the mc mc represents scandal it represents reputation status fame his death is literally famous it was a huge remember when it happened it was huge right insane man wow 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 y'all to have his mars conjunct his pluto his natal pluto have this mars excuse me conjunct his natal pluto is wild mars represents aggression you know that aggression that everyday life aggression the death of not death of violent death there it is, y'all. It was, if he was, it was supposed to happen. It was something that he was supposed to experience. And I, I believe that was just this was his, that was his last life. And I'm so glad I was able to be here to see his genius, you know. But to for all that to be conjunct his MC, which is in Libra, quite interesting. Partnership, romantic partnership. You know, I don't know, y'all. 
I think this thing is right. A lot of people say, you know, Diddy, Diddy, Diddy did it. And from that aspect, I can see how they would think that because Virgo is your work environment. um, Libra can be also business partnerships, but with all these other women aspects, nah. And I always had this intuitive feeling I don't think Diddy was involved. You know, beyond just business-wise, you know, Biggie had way more art to deliver, way more money to make. He was huge at the time. Um, you know, as you could tell that there was love there. I don't think he would have done that, honestly. That's just my intuition saying that. But, yeah. I think it was. The, the mediums were right, y'all. It was another woman that, you know, he, which makes it, you know, he was separated to the faith at the time. Trying to make things work, but still separated. And that person was mad. He probably chose faith, wanted to move forward with her. And and he did um, if we looked a little later to when he was pronounced dead uh, things shift slightly R.I.P. is still in the 11th house still in 29 degrees Scorpio but on the cusp of the 12th house right so showing the transition from society knowing him in the 3D to society knowing him in spiritual world right knowing him for being passing on um oh i'm sorry r.i.p was in the 12th house and it moved to the 11th sorry um but it still shows that same element though for sure um osiris though moving fast um i'm moving fast fast but actually it was parts of fortune that moved out the way Pause of Fortune's at 16 degrees now, but still in the 12th house. Um, again, that shows a tight uh, conjunction between Pause of Fortune and Osiris. This is, he was going to paradise. He fulfilled what he was supposed to fulfill for the most part. And now he's going to get his spiritual paradise. Ain't that beautiful? Palace in the first, though. Now, Palace is interesting because Palace represents detailed work it's very virgo-esque right very detailed work the perfect daughter um really intelligent cerebral doing things in patterns making sure everything looks good detail oriented it moved from his second to his first right it kind of shows like the autopsy aspect of it It shows like kind of that it was a murder uh, because they were being detailed about his body like what happened how did he die you know, so that kind of gives me that vibe over there. Um, Vesta moved houses too. Now, Vesta is the keeper of the hearth, um, sister of Jupiter, um, the virgin goddess. Has mental clarity, self-respect, um, has a good um, talent of breaking things down into components as well. Um, and represents um, and rules metabolism and upper intestines. Um which is interesting because um, I remember some mediums were saying that he um, did have some um, intestinal issues um, before he passed. So um, to switch signs is really interesting. Um, I don't see the connection between second and third, but um, really interesting though. 
but it does show that um you know you know the whole breaking down and components he did that in his raps it moved from third house to second so now this whole breaking down things into components moved from communication to more of his possessions bringing his possessions um, down to components working through his will seeing who owes who's owed what how that's gonna work out and all that you know um saturn moved to his third house you know the issue now is not the home the issue now is that his voice is gone his communication is gone his thought process is gone in the third and the 3d realm you know him being able to his appearance you know like his physical body now it's, it's that's the issue now that's the thing that's gone this asteroid as well called um Lachius Lachius excuse me um has to deal with death itself um and is very prominent in death charts in general um as well as the one I mentioned before Anthropos um which I probably am connecting I mean pronouncing totally wrong but but that um moving over to the fifth house with Juno it's not aspect in Juno but with Juno yeah I definitely feel like some girl who wanted to be his wife got jealous that he was trying to work things out with Faith and not move forward with her got mad I really do I really feel like that's what it is y'all um and fucking insane man insane y'all and then lastly the kicker Dark Moon Lilith, how women seek revenge out to you, move from the ninth house to the eighth house, shows that her mission was complete. She showed him, you know, it was it was more of a like from his natal chart, it was more of a passionate killing, um, with very withdrawn, like a long drawn out passionate killing, a premeditated passion killing, if that makes sense. Um, so upset that it's like if I can't have you no one can I want you to suffer ugh crazy y'all so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say the mediums were right that's what I'm gonna say okay so I'm gonna end this here and come kick off with um, the last words and that will be the first episode of podcast Ween. the last words um you know this has got kind of a run through because you know with charts if you got a reading for me you know my reading is gonna be for hours uh, but there were so many um things that i could mention with his chart like how pluto was uh, square um dark moon lilith again revenge with also um also um square what's next to dark moon Lilith? i'm trying to look at it here <laughs> sorry y'all uh requiem which represents um you know funeral and mass for the dead right uh you know can also talk about how there was um other squares happening along with um pluto as well uh, but you know I had to kind of cut it short eventually. (laughs) 
So, you know, most likely when I'm doing these, I'm probably going to talk mostly with conjunctions, trines, squares, possibly. Possibly the other two, but definitely conjunctions. Because with asteroids, honestly, those are the strongest, for sure. But uh, with this death, though, one thing that I found quite interesting um, is um, in his chart of um, when he got shot, you know, the eighth house lord, um, or the ruler of the eighth house is Cancer, and the um, eighth house lord is in his third house. It was really a transformation and death of his voice. Uh, we can't hear him like we usually hear people of the 3D anymore. We have to hear him through spirit. And um, it was just such an unfortunate event because he had so much promise, so much um, hope to change the music to change the industry even more he was only rapping not even what pop and popular rapping like popular wise not even for five years right um you know wasn't even in the charts for five years and changed the game immensely um, so picture what he could have been doing now you know it was a great great loss um, I remember the time. It was just such a somber, weird moment. I remember when him and Tupac passed. It's just really, really somber, really sad, really fucked up, really just two, um, two young, young souls lost so, so early in life. And um, but it seems like honestly that this was the um, route for Biggie. Um, wish it wasn't so violent but i feel like it was connected to his past life um you know if you look at the chart of when he actually died too leo and aquarius are intercepted right so again leo comes to the sun so not the sun is the vitality um and that's his eighth house right so the house of transformation and death so we have a, he's having a new vitality now death of the 3d vitality and new rebirth of the uh, spiritual vitality you get what I'm saying Um, but it's also like a death of his his self expression and creativity in the 3D realm Um, and you know with Aquarius being intercepted too you know death of um, you know his his work being shared to the masses yeah, he has some post-hominous um, albums, but it's just not the same uh, with those type of albums because, you know, the artist is usually very involved in what songs are picked, what songs they like, and with him not being involved, it sounds different. It's, yep, it's him rapping, but it's not the same. And it's not the same without seeing the rapper alive and seeing them tour, seeing them excited about the albums and the interviews. It's just different. It's just sad and it's different. So that's definitely true that the moment that he was pronounced dead, uh, what we see through his creativity as is 3D beings. It's gone and as well as us receiving his beautiful creative light as well. So it's just really somber times. But the thing that's interesting, though, if we look at his natal chart, right? But this natal chart, um, you know, Remember, we were saying that he had restrictions with communication. I was really confused. It's like, you know, it seems like he found his authority within his communication, right? 
um, maybe he, I'm right that he did, you know? And that's why he was taken so soon. He was always going to leave early. Maybe he was going to leave and like during his Saturn return uh, or after he finished it. But maybe he left earlier than expected because of that. Because he's already accomplished what he needed to accomplish with this Saturn and with other planets, you know? Um, the thing is, though, is that regardless if things are supposed to happen a certain way or not, you know, karma is real. We don't know. He could have passed in a totally different way. Um, it's not related to him literally being murdered. So, you know, I have a strong feeling that the people who were involved in that are going to be suffering a lot if they're not suffering already. Uh, with that being said, folks, God bless you all. R.I.P. B.I.G. Biggie forever. He is awesome. Always will be loved. Always will be one of my favorite rappers. Always a part of my 90s and childhood memories, you know. Um, <laughs> man, y'all understand. Like, I remember we had this um, radio station. I play mostly hip-hop from Emerson College. Um, 88.9. And, um... I remember, uh, like, when they dropped a new Biggie song, like, me and my siblings all gather around the radio that we had. This is, like, big-ass radio that had, like, a freaking turntable up top, CD player, cassette. And so we had a blank cassettes. And as soon as we heard something, we like, press the record button <laughs> so, so we could record that part, uh, that part, that song or that part of the radio sequence or whatever. And, um, God, so many good memories. Or when, like, oh, Can't You See video came out. My family, me and my siblings first saw that. Or any of his new videos. Or, sadly, when, um, you know, Hypnotize Me came out after he died. The video and how it was such a happy, beautiful video. But people were just so sad because he couldn't even enjoy it. Oh, man. Just, he's a big, big part of my memory. So I definitely had to bless this um this um series with starting him off first okay all right folks so um god bless you must must much blessings to everybody and um you know if you want me to look a little bit deeper because um yeah i could go deeper y'all know i could talk for hours when it comes to charts if you want me to look deeper on this a specific aspect right with this charts holla at me what we could do is y'all you know if y'all have anchor um, first of all, get Anchor. That's number one. But if y'all have Anchor, um, y'all can leave me voice notes that I can add onto the podcast. But I think you can, you know, it, just leave me a voice note any type of way, right? Um, I'm pretty sure your phone has a recording mechanism. And you can just send that off to me and I'll add to the podcast and we can talk. Um, if there's a specific aspect you want me to dwell more into with any of these folks, um, you know, if there's um, something you want me to talk about with any of these folks' charts that are going to be doing these series, shoot me a note and we'll talk about it in the next um, episode. But, you know, I'm definitely going to talk about somebody each day for October, okay? All right, y'all. Much love. R.I.P.B.I.G. Peace.